Winning Cures Everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in, Winning Cures Everything, number 236. That's right, week number six in college football, week number five in the NFL. We got all sorts of stuff. Today, we're going to focus on college football. I'm Gary. I'm Chris. So, on today's show, we will go through our college football recap from week five. We are going to go through a preview, a little bit of a preview of what to watch in week six. And we're going to give you our top ten and our playoff predictions at this point in the season. Uh, For now, the show is brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. You can find more info over at tunicatravel.com. You can get all of our picks. You can find everything you need to about us at winningcureseverything.com. Let's quit wasting time. Let's jump right in. College football recap, week number five. Brought to you by Tunica Travel, Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. You can go bet at any of their five, six, six now. Goodness gracious, I've said five for so long. Six sports books down there. Horseshoe, Sam's Town, First Jackpot, Hollywood. I'm trying to do this off memory. Fitz, and I'm missing one. I'm missing one. Gold Strike. Gold Strike. Got all six of them. Good job. Fire. All right, let's jump into a college football recap. We got, uh, what, ten games? Ten? Yeah, I got, get, I got ten games. You ready to do this? Come on. We'll start with Ohio State Penn State. That was a big one. 27 26. Look, Haskins, Dwayne Haskins from Ohio State ended up 22 out of 39, 270 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. Trace McSorley was the star of the game, though, right? Did you watch this game all the way through? I watched a whole lot of this game, and, and I, have, I have a little bit of beef with Haskins' numbers. Yeah, because they weren't good early. Fourth well, quarter? Nope, fourth nope, quarter? Not worried about that. Even even the total numbers. 80% of those yardage came when he dumped a ball off oh, behind and the and line yeah. of scrimmage or um, just a, like a little screen pass, a little flare pass, and, and the, the running the back or the receiver took it 30, 40 yards at a chunk at a time. That needs to go into consideration when you're talking about who a Heisman Trophy winner is and who's not. Agreed. Because he, he all yards, passing yards, are not the same. He looked completely... Uh, what's the word? Shook. Oh he yeah. He looked shook. Oh yeah. Almost the entire game. First true road match. So we'll get back into this for a minute. I was upset that TCU moved, and I don't know if it was TCU's call, TV's call, NCAA's call to take the TCU game, Ohio State game, to Jerry World, but it was a true neutral site game. That that place was seventy percent Ohio State fans. Yeah. That this was the first time he ever really faced any adversity on the road. And it it shook him. Well, now here's the, he did play in the third and fourth quarter at the Big House last year. So, yeah. but it but it's not really the same when you come in as the backup and, yeah. and whatever. When you are the guy, nobody in the third and fourth quarter is nearly as loud, pumped up, or crazy as you walk out there. Well, especially I mean, drive. this was a night game, yeah. and in the Big House last year it was an 11 a.m. kick. It's a, it's a, it's just a different different game, game. different game. So yeah, I mean I, I'm I'm with you. He um, didn't handle it well. No, he didn't. Now, fourth quarter, I think he played all right. But I don't think he made – he didn't make any great throws that, that really impressed no. me. He, no, I, he I got the ball to the playmakers, which I guess is his job, but there were no 
you know, just really hitting somebody on a seam, hitting somebody in stride. I'm sure he did that. I know he did it. I saw some of them. Well, they, they, it's just not where the bulk of his passes come from. That's where the play calling came in. Ryan Day did a fantastic job figuring out, okay, this stuff is not working. That's right. Like, he is not on his game tonight. We got to switch it up. We got to do something so, so different. Ryan Day, with his play calling, that was a big time moment for him. Uh, back to Trace McSorley, 16 out of 32, so only 50% passing, but 286 yards on 16 completions. That's pretty intense. Had two touchdowns, 25 rushes, 175 yards. Holy crap. Maybe one of the best catches I've seen, I don't know, two, three years in college oh, football. Yeah. That one on the sideline? Yeah. That the, was the Odell Beckham. Bonkers. That, that, and that dude is gigantic, by the way. Oh, yeah. I mean, he, he's, a, he's a grown man. Uh, Penn State's always done a good job. James Franklin, especially, has has always done a good job of finding receivers. Oh yeah, I mean, even at Vanderbilt, he put you know Jordan Matthews in the yeah. NFL. He he I mean, had he, he has found receivers. And he, if, and he knows if you want to play them. on Sundays, go to go to Franklin and yeah. and learn to play receiver for and, him, and he'll give you a spot. He will hundred percent give you a spot. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I, I want to ask about like because a lot of this Penn State looked like the better team for the majority of it. Correct. At the end of the game, after they had given up the lead, fourth and five from like the Ohio State forty-three with just over a minute left in the game. Fourth, and they called two timeouts. Yep. So like, Penn State calls a timeout, Ohio State calls a timeout, Penn State calls a timeout. You know, it's like, what is going on here? The best play you got in the book, and the best play that it was Franklin gar- thought it was, it was garbage. Was now I, I will come at it from a different angle. I think that that was a read play. Doesn't matter. It's wrong. You, you just can't. You can't let the quarterback make that decision. Yeah, I mean, it, the deal was you got to keep it in McSorley's hands. Yeah, no, he either needs to drop back for pass. Pass not there. He can run it. But but, and, but and the nobody is, else touches the ball unless it's a receiver. McSorley was averaging seven yards a carry. Correct. Miles Sanders was averaging like two point seven no, yards a carry. That's that's why it was wrong. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree a hundred percent. Like, and I, once I you think, hand it to Miles, you know you don't have the option to pass. Yeah. I mean that's it, you. You got you got nothing there. No, like it was it was a bad it was decision. Bad it was call, a great game all the way through. They messed it up at the end, and I don't blame the players. I hundred percent blame the coaching staff. I think they overthought it. Oh I yeah, they, they outsmarted themselves. Yeah, they really outsmart. And I think a lot of that is they've got this this mantra, not mantra. They they've got this uh, this Ohio State thing hanging over them, right? Like, they've only beaten Ohio State once. They feel like they're on the same level with them. And it and it just becomes like, holy crap, we have to we got to win this game. We've seen schools do this in the past with rivalries for a long time, and, and it killed them. It killed them yeah. forever. I mean, back in the day, Alabama struggled for a decade, and all they wanted to do was beat Auburn. Oh, yeah. Instead of finding a coach that could build a program and win, they were just trying to find somebody who would beat their rival. Don't worry about beating your rival. Just consistently get better, and eventually you're going to start beating your rival. Yeah. And and everybody's giving Harbaugh that same crap. And I think I think back to all these coaches that come and go, and some of them are pretty damn good coaches. And, and I just think you're focusing on the wrong thing right now. Let's yeah. build this program and let's get some momentum and let's get better every year. I agree. Uh, next big game, we'll go on and try and, and fly through uh, some of the rest of these. Yeah, we'll go a little faster. Notre Dame 38, Stanford 17. Ian Book looks like the real they whooped deal, their butt. man. They whooped their butt. Yeah, they they absolutely did. Uh, Love Notre, goes out. Notre Dame had 550 yards of total offense. Yeah. Stanford had like less than 230. 
it was I mean, it bad. was it, it was, and it was tied fourteen to fourteen early. Like it looked like it might be a ball game, but even then, you could tell, you know, that there was an issue. It wasn't the same fourteen fourteen. No. Uh, now a big thing from this game: Notre Dame starting center goes out with a torn ACL. Uh, well, ACL MCL, and that, I mean, he was like the glue guy. Yeah. So I'm we'll curious see. what's going to happen with that, but but Notre Dame looks really good as long as they've got somebody somewhat dependable. I mean, this could be a 12 and 0 team that we're looking what, at. What do you think about Stanford going forward? Um, what's the condition of love? I don't think that really matters. Like Ooh. I know that that's kind of ridiculous. I don't think the that, runner up for the Heisman last year doesn't yeah, matter. I know, but I, I think that I don't think that Bryce Love is what makes this offense tick right now. So here's the problem. This is see, this is why I see things a little bit differently. Is um, it's just how I see things differently. I think teams have done an unbelievable job game planning for him. Yeah. Which has opened up the pass a lot. If now you don't have to game plan for him. I think there's other guys behind him that can run the ball that haven't gotten the opportunity. I'm not saying you're they're going to be right. to the David level. Shaw's going to run the football. And yeah. He's got dudes. In, you're like, probably right. I think it's, it's better for them, maybe, if – Bryce Love isn't – and I know that's ridiculous. That's so crazy, I know man. it's nuts, but I think it might actually be better for them. They're not going to run into another defense like this oh, other than Washington. Rest, no, yeah. yeah. Like Until Washington they play Washington, defense, they won't play another team but, as good as this. Yeah, nobody else on the schedule is anything like this. They should go – they should beat up Utah pretty good this week, right? I would think so. I would think so, too. Yeah, I think I think they got the horses to be able to do that. Okay. Uh, Clemson 27, Syracuse 23. Now, you called this one. Yeah, now I don't know that you called it out right. I didn't call it out right. I didn't have the stones to to put to put money line Which, action on thank it. Thank goodness, right? Because like, no, it came yeah. down at the end. And listen, Dino Babers is still a grown ass man. Oh yeah, he just is. He is. There were some questionable coach. calls. Oh, but the end of the game, he bumbled that and, and yeah. cost him that game. He pulled a James Franklin, but instead of it being one play, it was it was like a series. It, it's almost like he he knew. Like holy, I'm I'm not supposed yeah. to be. I'm in not this supposed spot. to be any kind of panicked at the end. Yeah, but man, he went into Clemson and gave them all the hell they could handle. Yeah, uh, Trevor Lawrence out with an injury, um, concussion protocol. It looked like he was fine at the end of the game. You could yeah. see him out there celebrating and whatnot. He'll probably be back this week, but he is still in concussion protocol. So. I mean, nobody really knows, right? Like, he he might not be back this nah, week. No, he'll be fine. College doesn't have the rules the NFL does. They don't use uh, – Even even like if he un, did – like Whatever you would consider it unbiased. He could be out for four weeks, and they would be fine. Like, he's got uh, – Probably, yeah. He's got multiple weeks to go. Like, they're playing at Wake Forest this week. Wake Forest has no defense whatsoever. So, the, the Chase Bryce kid – He'll be fine. Will be fine. And he made some throws at the end of the game. I mean, this dude is not like some, you know, one-star nobody. Yeah, I mean, okay. he was. I mean, he's he, a three-star kid, which is – I mean, it's important to get those like the kids that are going to come in that don't expect yep. to play over the five stars that are going to work their tail off. It's it's what Alabama and Clemson and Ohio State and all these different places have figured out. Like, you got to have backups. Yeah. Like your guys are probably going to get hurt. That's just the way it is in in football nowadays. And so long as you've got like a sturdy, dependable hand. The other thing is Clemson should be better than they are with the talent that they have like this reminds me of that florida state team like Jameis winston's second team I, i'm gonna tell you this i'm not impressed with this clemson team when no. when we get to doing our rankings i'm 
I'm I'm not happy with Clemson. Clemson has an impression. They've had two real tests this season. They've only played two good games, Syracuse and A&M. They almost and lost. is Syracuse really like? Uh, no, I actually do think Syracuse is a good team. And I don't know how good A&M is either, okay? I mean, they're yeah. probably pretty equal on the playing field. I know A&M people will probably hate that line. <laughs> I could have, but I, could but I, that. I think the way they're playing right now, I don't know that there's a whole lot difference. If they were playing in a neutral site and you took all the names off the jerseys, I think it's probably an even match game. It might be pretty similar. Um, it, with that being said, they should have a, a just a crazy, insane, wrong, bad rule save them an A and U A and M. Yeah, and then and then kind of just the dudes, the defense for Syracuse just did not have the gas to keep fighting. They uh, just yeah. they didn't have the depth to keep going, especially on the road, right at yeah. Clemson. And I mean, you saw Travis at the end goes for you over play one yards. of these big boy teams. Clemson gets boat raced. Yeah. I, I believe that. Now, good thing for them, they, they're they not going to run into that until that. until the playoff. Maybe not. I mean, at good gracious, like it, they might play Virginia Tech in the uh, conference championship game. They might play Miami in the conference championship. I mean, but are Listen, they really? Oh, 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 oh! This Miami team after that LSU loss, they have they have looked incredibly good. They look a lot better and with L- that new quarterback. And LSU looks way better than we thought. Hey, they just beat up Miami, and maybe Miami wasn't that good. Yeah. Okay. So let's let's pump the brakes on Miami. Might not be good. I'm with you. I'm with you. Now I, I can still question it because Miami hadn't played anybody either. Well, they played LSU, and they got they got boat raced. They got boat so race. like you know, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, let's move on from that. West Virginia 42, Texas Tech 34. Who real queer? I called for oh, man. I called for Texas Tech to cover the three and a half or four or whatever it was. And I felt pretty good about it. By the way, Alan Bowman, still in the hospital today. Do you know I'm that? I'm not laughing at that. That's, we were recording this on Monday. Monday night, yeah. like, Alan Bowman is yeah. still in the hospital from a collapsed lung. That's not good. That That's how hard the hit was that he took. No, that was that's, that's crazy. That's pretty, that's so pretty he, rough. So he went out, Jet Duffy, which is an awesome all-time name, right? Third string guy. Because, like, Texas Tech's starting quarterback went out week one. I was about to say, this dude's Alan Bowman already. was the backup. Jet Duffy is is now your starter for the time being, and he looked pretty good. Um, they went down thirty five to ten at the half, and then found a way to get back in the ball game. I, I'm guessing West Virginia like just thought they had the game wrapped up, I yep. guess. But it was thirty five twenty seven. Texas Tech had the ball, and they throw an interception that's returned for a touchdown. Tech gets the ball back with like. A little less than two minutes left, drives it down the field and scores. It makes it a little more respectable, I guess. But, yeah, I mean, that was a good win for West Virginia. Will Greer. Will Greer's unreal. Very good at throwing the football. Very good. Like, Florida fans <laughs> have got to be just beside themselves. <laughs> and I know we say that every week, but it's just – So great. God, like, how could so you let great. that dude walk away? I love it. So, speaking of, let's get to Florida. All right. 13-6 to over Mississippi State. And that was boring – yeah, this was and a bad game. Ugly. Hey, maybe Mississippi State's not good at football. It's what I told you before the season started. Maybe you should have waited an extra week and a half and interviewed a guy named Neil Brown or Bill Clark instead of just giving the job to every person you interviewed. Yeah. They interviewed much. four people. They offered the job to every person they interviewed. That is just thirsty. That is desperate. And you know what? You end up with the wrong dude. Yeah, you really now, do. Now, I know it's real early, but please don't tell me you don't have the guys 
Moorhead. You can't say that because this team returned more talent than every team in the West except for Alabama. People were thinking Auburn that lost more talent than them. People were thinking that Mississippi State was going to be the third best team in the conference. No, there were people that thought they were going to be the second best team in the conference. No, not yeah. There were people that no. Oh, oh over the West. Yeah, Sorry. in the West. Yeah, they thought, best yeah, in they the thought West. they were going to be better than Auburn. Yeah. Better than LSU. Yeah, I mean they they get Auburn. At home, they get LSU on the road, but nobody was thinking good things of LSU that's at right. the time. No, that's right. No, uh, yeah, state seven points against Kentucky, six points against Morehead has got Ooh. to figure it out. Listen, if he starts off the SEC zero and three this week, it's going to be bad, bad news. Boy. Because they still got Alabama, they still got LSU, they still got Ole Miss. I'm going to tell you this, and I, I told you before the season started. You cannot manufacture hate. You cannot walk into yep. a new place where you've never been and all of a sudden say, oh, my school hates that school. Yeah, I'll hate them too. Can't do it. Matt Luke is an Ole Miss man. He knows hate in that rivalry. Oh, yeah. He better be careful. He might not win an SEC game. No, nah, I mean, he'll – Well, what game is he going to – Arkansas? You will give him to Arkansas I mean, but Arkansas has actually looked a little bit better. I, thought so I was about I, to say, you just going to go ahead and chalk up that Arkansas W2? No, not yet. Because I'm not. No. Uh, let's move on. Virginia Tech 31, Duke 14 – you called this one. Uh, and I now I did say this. I, I said I wasn't going to touch it because I didn't trust Duke's quarterback, right? And it wasn't the quarterback that was the problem. It's that Virginia Tech has has players. Flynn, they got, like, yes. big dudes. No, they, they have caliber players to play with everybody in the country. I can't explain what happened at Old Dominion. I'm going to tell you this. If they went out and there is catastrophe everywhere I'll, else. I'll tell you what there's happened to Old Dominion. No, there's no reason. It's what you and I talked about before the season started, where 75% of this roster is all seniors. Is No, is is freshmen and sophomores. Oh, oh wait, for uh, Virginia for Tech. For Virginia Tech. Yeah, Virginia Tech, yes. Yeah. I thought you were talking about Old like Dominion's the, teams. I don't know anything about them. They think they can just show up and win. Yeah. Well, they know now they can't. Yeah. And I think they're going to be fired up for this Notre Dame game. Oh, right? I, brother, if, if, if they beat Notre Dame – if they beat Clemson, if they win out, I, I think it's going to be hard to say they lost to Old Dominion. I think it's yeah. going to be real hard to say that. I think at some point in time, you got to say we got to let them in. Here's the deal: you either got to let them in, or you got to let UCF in. One way or another, you're holding your nose, you're swallowing a pill you don't want to swallow. That's true. That's true. Uh, Kentucky 24, South Carolina 10. wasn't a whole lot about this game. It was ugly, nasty. South Carolina had four turnovers. Um, Nobody can stop Kentucky's run game right now. Um, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm wrong. Like, they, they didn't go crazy. Like they ran for less than 200 yards, but it was still like 190 something. So like, Kentucky, I'm, they look I, good. I haven't given them any respect. I haven't given them any credit. And you know, the first thing I did, I saw they were playing at A&M this week, and I thought, what's that line? I like A&M. That's and then my first thought was, how can I do that? Like, why do how I like a How can I do this three weeks in a row? Am I an idiot? Am I, I mean, yeah, probably. That's I've been well, called hey, worse. I, I, but I, no. I bet against West Virginia three weeks. I, I can't. I bet, like. I can't figure. I can't. There's nothing they do that impresses me, but they win ball games. That defensive line is na- that that whole defense is nasty. Yeah, no, their defense is shutting people down. Mark Mark Stoops has and, and we have figured, figured that side we out. figured this out about South Carolina. My South Carolina love got to go away. You hit them in the mouth, they that offense just folds. They wilt. That that offense cannot play a team that's going to play them physical. And what's funny, I mean, they like yardage wise, about equal. Yeah, you can't win if you're giving up four turnovers on the road. It's just well, it, or anywhere, or anywhere doesn't matter. Uh, Oregon forty-two, California twenty-four. Yeah, I was wrong on this. Uh, Oregon scored twenty-eight points in a span of less than seven minutes, and 
put the entire game away. Oregon is good at football again, and it is fun to watch. Yeah, they are. This is the Oregon whew. football that I like watching, and I, I think they're still like a year away. If, I know, if Justin, I, I like they're not. They're not there this year. If Justin Herbert stays another year, which I don't think he's going to, because I think he'll be the. I think he could be the first pick in the draft. No, like he's got that much talent, six six two forty, and throws dimes. He is unbelievable. So there's a philosophy out there that he's too tall. I've I've heard this okay. about like uh, uh, Brock Osweiler and and whatever. There's else. no there's there's no great quarterback that's six six or taller. That's just too tall. Peyton Manning was what six five? Yes, and Peyton Manning is absolutely a unicorn. Because you would also never draft a quarterback that looked like Tom Brady coming out of the draft either. Today he would go undrafted. I mean, he almost went undrafted. He like, almost went undrafted yeah. when he did. So I mean, so that's, I'm just that's telling to you, say you never really know. But, but like, I, I do think Justin Herbert. Like, I think he's I think got no, stuff to work. Nobody's on. afraid of little guys. I think I think there's something to be afraid of big guys. Yeah. Mike Mike Glennon. He's like six six. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Looks about like that. the Jolly Green Giant. <laughs> no, no good. Michigan twenty, Northwestern seventeen. I hate to bring this one up because our buddies in the Westlot Pirates. Uh, uh, who was Sam there, or was uh, I think Sam was the one. That Sam was, was actually at the at game. The game. Uh, if we're wrong on that, whew. sorry, John or Scuzz. Uh Seventeen to nothing. Northwestern takes uh, an early lead. They lead it seventeen to seven at the half, and then Michigan puts the clamps down and finds a way to eke out a win. Michigan but, defense is looking better and better every week. Yeah, the Michigan defense looks good. The offense, though. Why, like, why would they not want Shea Patterson to do Shea Patterson things? I, I just think, like, because he he took over this game. Let, he was the best player on the field. Let, let me tell you the biggest mistake, and, and everybody's going to crap on me because I'm the defender of Harbaugh. The worst thing he could have done was bring in Jim McElwain. I disagree with that. It's just the single worst thing you could have possibly done as an offensive coordinator is to say, "Hey, let's go get this guy, this train wreck at Florida that couldn't develop a single quarterback." All of them were five stars coming in. None of them left good. Let's make him our OC. Well, he's not the OC. He's a wide receivers coach. Whatever. Pep, he's uh, he's he's a cancer to a team. Pep, Pep Hamilton still. Oh, Pep is the is he? Yeah, yeah he's still. There. Yeah, he's still he's still the guy. Pep he's he's the one I said should that. be fired after the Notre Dame game. Uh, but now Michigan's reeled off four straight wins, and you know we'll we'll see what what happens with them. Uh, they got some doozies coming up. Uh, let's roll through a couple others real quick. UCF demolished Pitt. Uh, At some point in time, we've got to start giving them more credit than they des- than, than than we're giving them. I hate that they played Pitt and not somebody that's like somewhat respectable. Well, they got to play the schedule. They played an they, ACC they, team. I know. They. I know. Uh, Memphis got destroyed by Tulane. Got to put them in the uh, the the wall of shame or whatever. Memphis can't travel. Uh, can't travel, and and God, they looked just awful. It's two road Absolutely games. Awful. Two road games. They played like garbage. And last one I've got on here, LSU put the beat down on Ole Miss, uh, forty-five to sixteen. That offense is. Uh, I know that the defense for Ole Miss is not great. That offense not too shabby. No, it's really not. I, I think I think LSU's. I think they're going to be pretty good. We run the ball well. We throw the ball well. We're playing good special teams. The the efficiency numbers are going up, and I mean anytime you need a confidence booster. It's nice to have the Ole Miss, Ole Miss defense, defense come in. Coming down, yeah. uh, hey, and that's that helped. Let me tell you something about that defense, though. That offense for Ole Miss, that uh, wide receiver, whatever NWO belt, 
didn't come out all day. They yeah. got one garbage time touchdown. The receiver went over there, got the belt. Receiver coach came over there and snatched it away from him. <laughs> and said, we, Man, ain't we are losing this. 44 to 12. Like, what, you what don't get this belt. Yeah. That made me smile. Because <laughs> here's the thing. I, I thought we could score on them. I thought this was going to be a high-scoring game because I didn't think anybody in the country could. Alabama, Georgia, about the only two caliber teams I thought could shut down those receivers. Man, we shut them down. Yeah. Shut them down. Made me real proud Saturday. I'm I'm with you. All right, that will close out the college football recap for week number five. The Winning Cures Everything College Football Top Ten. This is after week number five. We like to wait a couple of weeks into the season before we just start saying these teams are good. Yeah. Yes, we knew Alabama was the best team in the country. I wasn't about to say it after they beat up a bunch of high school teams. But but if they had gotten beat by Texas A&M, then that changes everything, That's right? right. So, no. Uh, but they have at least shown ahead of time that uh, that they're pretty good. This is brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. Uh, you can bet on football games at any of their six sportsbook locations. You can go to tunicatravel.com to get more information. Let's jump in. Uh, we're going to do two separate top tens, right? Yeah, I've got mine. Okay, and I've got mine. So I'll, let's, let's do number 10 first. All right. Number 10 for me, I've got Penn State. I'm not dropping them out for a close loss to a really good Ohio State team. Yes, they bungled a call at the end of that game. Still think they're a pretty good team. I think they could play with anybody in the country. My number 10, I've got Washington State. And, and I'll, let me tell you this. I've got my last two out are Penn State and uh, Virginia Tech. I'm not sorry, West Virginia. You got Washington State? Sorry, or? Washington, University of Washington. Okay, Washington. <laughs> I apologize. No, Ma- Mike Leach, I love you, but no. But no, uh, not, no. not top 10 caliber right now. That's right. I was uh, trying. To, I was trying to say I've got Penn State and Virginia, West Virginia. I'm not going to do this very well at all. <laughs> as my last two teams out, first two teams out, whatever you want to call those guys, they're not in my top ten. The reason I'm going with Washington is this: their loss was all the way down here in the South against a really good Auburn team, and all they've done after that is played a much better schedule than Penn State has to show. And those games that they've played after uh, Auburn. Man, they've blown everybody out. Yeah, they no, you're are right. Handling folks, you are uh, you are correct. Uh, number nine for me at now Washington is is my number eleven out. Okay. So number nine. I was nine, curious, are they in your top ten? Uh, no, they so. are not. Uh, number nine for me is UCF. I like I, I like UCF. They're what 17, 18 game winning streak right now. Uh, they are blowing the doors off everybody. There's nobody on this schedule that's going to compete with them until the end of the season, maybe South Florida. I was like just about I, to say, maybe Memphis, South Florida. If but Memphis that was the way plays, it was last year. If Memphis plays above their head, then maybe. But that that may only be because they're playing at Memphis, right? So I, who knows? But UCF right now, I mean, they're scoring on everybody. Mackenzie Melton is absolutely a top-five quarterback in the country. Like, this is a real-deal team. And Josh Heupel? Props to him for keeping that thing rolling because sometimes when you make a, a coaching change, the whole staff changes over and whatnot. Like, sometimes things go a little crazy. Nope. He kept the chemistry exactly right. Let me tell you right. this. UCF, whole lot better than Nebraska right now. I bet Scott Frost wish he had stayed. I, I, I wouldn't doubt that. I don't know. He's making, like, triple the money. Uh, but uh, either gotta, way. But you have to live in Nebraska to get that money. That's, uh, that's true. That's true. Who's your number nine? Sorry for the good folks in Nebraska. My number nine is Auburn. I still think Auburn's a really good football team. And uh, 
Even even with all the problems that they've been having lately. Yeah, but that, that, listen, I, you don't have to be a perfect team. You just don't. Right. I mean, this is this is college football. These are still 18, 19, 20-year-old kids. They're okay. not pros. They're going to have issues. They're going to have mistakes. I like the fact that it's college football and you get to work through them. It's one of the reasons why I hate that we load up on cupcakes because everyone's so afraid of taking a loss early in the season. Man, that shouldn't scare you. Play somebody, and if you get beat, you get beat. Get better by the end of the year. I think they'll be better by the end of the year. I think they're good. I, they're one of my favorite teams to watch still. And, uh, yeah, okay. I got them number nine. Number eight for me. Uh, I've got West Virginia number eight. This team, I think they've got a legit defense. Will Greer is unbelievable. So long as the injury bug doesn't get to them, I think they are going to be fantastic. Uh, November is a long way away, but their November is awful. Yep, It is treacherous. It is, I mean, games at Texas. They got Oklahoma coming into to Morgantown. Like, it, it, it's, a, it's a bad November. But for right now, this team looks like the real deal. I, this could be a, a Big 12 championship type team. My number eight is UCF. Okay. And and I'm going to tell you, I I wanted to put them higher. I I have hatred and dislike for the teams above them, but I have real football understanding and knowledge and know that the other teams probably deserve to be there based on who they've played and how they've played them. Um, but I think they're good. We have to take them serious. I do we, agree with We that. just have to. If they go undefeated this year, they have to make the playoff. They have to. They, 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 I think it they, depends on, on they, other they, I, I don't think it depends on anything. I'm going to tell you this. The ACC is down. The Big Ten is down. If their Big Ten and ACC champion is undefeated, has looked like garbage at times, Clemson, then, then you okay. don't deserve to go over a team that has done nothing but beat the hell out of everybody they've played. You might be right. You might be right. Uh, speaking of Clemson, number seven, I've got Clemson. Uh, it's funny. They started out the year, what, number two, number three, somewhere up there. Yep. Uh, some people were, were ranking them number one. Right. I don't know how you can do that right now. They look a little bit, um, what's the word I'm looking for? They, they, they don't look, they, like the chemistry's off. The chemistry doesn't look right. And I understand, like, yeah, they had to go through a, another quarterback change this past week. And But, like, Kelly Bryant leaving and... I just I cannot figure this team out. But that's not what happened at A and M. I mean, their no. offense has not looked right all year. Well, and it, it, at A and M, it wasn't the offense. No, it wasn't the, that's right. That all American, all world defense couldn't yeah, stop anybody. Gave up 430 yards passing that's to right. Kellen Mond, who no. who couldn't they're, throw to save his we'll life save against time. Arkansas. They're my seven. Also, I just don't think they're that great this year. If they go undefeated, I don't think they deserve to get in over a one loss Georgia or Alabama. I, I agree with you. And I don't think in a UC, an undefeated UCF, no way, no how. I agree with you. I agree. Number six, I've got LSU. Um, I don't think that they are as good as, as our top five right now. That doesn't mean they can't work their way into it. So let me ask you a question. What should they have had to have done? Because, because the people you have above them haven't played close to the caliber of games that LSU has played. I don't think Georgia has played close to the caliber. I'm not going to argue about Alabama or Georgia. Ohio State has had a hell of a run. They've gone to TCU. They've gone to Penn State. I'm not going to argue that. We're going to just get on this. They're my number four team because you cannot tell me that Notre Dame has played a tougher schedule and taken care of business the way LSU has. You cannot tell me Clemson has, and Oklahoma damn sure hadn't either. 
They haven't played a good team yet. We've done nothing but beat the hell out of everybody we're supposed to beat the hell out of. And when we're a double-digit underdog going on the road to somebody's house, we come out with Ws. Okay. Let me explain why LSU is my number six. Their offensive numbers, they're not even just numbers. Offensively, they get lost at certain points in games, right? So they are the ultimate three and out, three and out, bam, touchdown, right? Like they are that kind of a team. Their efficiency is... They're actually not that kind of a team this year. I've watched almost every down of their games. That's not how they score, and that's not how they've played. Is that not what they did against Louisiana Tech? Is that not what they – I mean, they did the same thing against talk, Ole Miss. You're talking about like, – no, no. Against Ole Miss, they drove – it was drove, the same thing against they Miami. They drove the football down their throat every drive over and over and over again. Against they Miami. They held the football longer than those other teams. That's not three and out, three and out, bam, home run plays. And then the Auburn game in and of itself was Auburn – all right, so they led early. Auburn comes back, takes 21-10 to lead, and then – Auburn's a really good team. I'm with you. I don't know that Auburn is that good right now, though. Like I don't, Auburn's not playing. So well. you're going to fault them for how they I'm played not against Louisiana LSU for Tech. Anything. But you're I'm going, <laughs> but you're not going to discredit Oklahoma for coming a ball hair away from losing to Army. Oklahoma's my number five team, and I think that Oklahoma would beat LSU on a neutral field. Like I, 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 okay, that's fine. So so we're not going to look at resumes. We're just going to think who we think will win at the end of the year. You're trying to figure out what these teams are going to be at the end of the year, not where they are right now. No, I was going by right now. Like but, but that's not. <laughs> but that's the problem. I was going by right now too. You cannot say there's no numbers that defend Oklahoma's record over LSU's record because they're both the same. If you look at who they've played and how they've played against okay. them, there is absolutely no mathematical way you can look at them and say Oklahoma's better than them. I, have I no agree problem. with you. Hang on, I, I, can I would swap actually them agree. Out. Like it doesn't matter to me. But I actually agree with you in the sense that. On a neutral site field today, Oklahoma's probably better than LSU. But that's not what we're doing. We're looking five weeks behind us, and we're saying who's done better, who has the better resume, correct? Did did we – well, see, we didn't really put parameters on this. Well, that's what we did last year. So I work on the assumption that that's how we do things. Okay, well then, that is my mistake. If we are going by that, then LSU needs to be in our top four. They need to be in the top four. And Georgia I'm, needs to drop out. No, I'm going to give you Georgia because Georgia is just that much stronger than everybody else. If we're going to do that, well, I mean, Ohio who, State should be one and LSU should be two. L- let's be honest, okay? If we're just doing based on who they've played and how bad they've beaten them. Well, who who has Georgia played? I mean, they haven't played anybody, but Georgia is like just, At least like Alabama played... Louisville I guess sucks, the, I guess the difference like, is this. This is the reason I'm giving Georgia credit is because Georgia is, looks freakishly good. Yeah. When they now play they didn't everybody. they didn't look this they didn't look great against Tennessee, but like I watched. You almost Z- don't really I will tell you I watched zero of look, that, that game. Was, so that, that was, might be on me. That was still a ball game. I can't. And, and, and I, like, I have a hard time believing like, that. Like but I didn't watch late, it, so I didn't see late fourth quarter. That was still a, that was a 24 to 12 ball game. Like it, it was it was close. I like, don't know that that's close. I, I'm, I understand what you're saying, but like it was. But I get, I, I, I get it. They 24 did, to they 12 is not they blowing somebody no, out. They didn't beat them by 30. I understand. I so, just think the eye test tells me that Georgia deserves to be up there. Georgia, Alabama, and Ohio State have separated themselves. Well, and that's where from I'm coming every at with, one with the eye else. test, right? So like Army takes Oklahoma to to the wire, but Army can't. Like I understand Oklahoma's defense, like 
no chance. But I don't think that LSU can do on offense what Army does on offense, right? Like we Oklahoma, I understand you don't have to, but I'm saying against Oklahoma, like that's that's how I was going at this, okay. right? Like I'm not I'm not that's, trying that's, to that's discredit total, LSU. It's totally different than the rules that we had last year, and I'm working under the assumption that there's no way anybody below them has. I have them at four, and Notre Dame, Clemson, Ohio State, just do or no, sorry, Oklahoma does not have the resume they have. They just who, don't. who has Oklahoma played? Like it, nobody. They haven't played nobody. nobody. They've yeah. played nobody. That's who. Yeah. It's it, that, and, and, and here's the thing: you. if you play nobody and you just smoke them all, then I'm going to give you credit. I'm giving I'm giving George credit. Yeah, but but I'm not going to yeah, give but I'm not going to give you credit for playing nobodies, playing them close, and then saying you're better than a team that's got two top ten wins and just played a conference rival and everybody they're beating pretty good. All right, so we so who was your number six? My number six is Clemson. No, no my number six sorry, is Oklahoma. Sorry, Oklahoma. Okay. So then your number five is LSU. My number five is Notre Dame. Oh, Notre Dame. Okay. Okay. I've got I've got Oklahoma five. We just went through that whole thing. Yeah. Um. So. So where do you have Notre Dame? Notre Dame. I've got number four. Well, I've got them five. And so I think the win over Michigan looks a lot better right now. I agree with that. I think the win over Stanford is really good, and they they did not pass the eye test early. I only took them down below LSU strictly because. They did both of their good games at home, and LSU has played both of their big games on the road. They just yeah. played their first real game, conference game, at at LSU this past weekend, yeah. and it looked scary. Yeah, it really did. It really did. Uh, so, number four, I've got Notre Dame. Okay. Um, number three, I've got Georgia. My number three is Georgia as well. And so, I've, I've got Georgia three because, like, one, they haven't... They haven't played anybody. They haven't but, played anybody. But they look... But yeah, Real. they've they've got like the talent. I know I know who they are by watching them. As, as far as the eye test goes, Clemson is, which is where the Oklahoma LSU thing came in, the eye test thing. Yeah. Um, and no, there's no mathematical way to like if if the playoffs were today, LSU would be in the playoffs, they like because be. they they should be, they should be. Uh, but of course, we but don't it's know not that. today. It's it's not a five week season. Exactly. That's and why we'll, you don't play five games. We'll do another segment with our playoff picks and whatnot. We'll get to that. Um, da, 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 da. and the playoff picks like maybe. We'll figure that out as we get there. Georgia three, and that, that was your three as well, right? Yes, my three. And I think we've got the next – the top three are probably the same. Number two, Ohio State. Ohio State, The win absolutely. at Penn State is huge. The yeah. win that, quote, at They went TCU. to TCU. They went to Texas, and they beat – no, t- listen, you get hey, a win the, against way, Texas even friend, if it's at home. I had TCU a friend home, that Texas. was at that TCU game. You remember us talking about whether or not it would be, like, full of Ohio State yeah. fans and whatnot? And, like, I, I, 70% I did watch, Ohio State. Yeah, it, uh, he said it was closer to eighty. Probably. Well, okay. No, he I don't said it was know like eighty twenty Ohio State. Like, yeah. I, and I'm with you. It's like it I'm was just, just a I'm, whole I'm bunch of Ohio State. I'm just pulling a number out from watching it. But that, that's why I wanted to know. I asked in the last segment, whose decision was this? Is this a TCU decision? It was. It was, was it a, an NC, NCAA no, 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 it was, decision it was TCU. or was it a TV decision? It was TCU because TCU Stadium only holds thirty thousand. <clears> I understand that, but I'd rather have thirty thousand of my fans and four thousand of yours than to have. 60,000, of theirs yeah, and the 20,000 of money. And I know that that sounds stupid. You're but willing like, to give up L's for money. That, I know. It, so, it didn't make any so sense then, to me. So then just go on the road and, and go back to being a, a crap team that nobody cares about. Yeah, a buy team. Yeah, and Kansas is going to get a lot of money. People are going to pay them millions of dollars to come play them. Yeah, I'm with you. And then Alabama number one. Alabama number one. Uh, not necessarily because of uh, 
anybody and, that they've played. Like A and M is still a good team. A yeah. and M's a good team. They, you they beat the hell out of A and M, and then you've beaten everybody else you're supposed to beat. Yeah, and and not just beat them, but I mean, <clears throat> forty nine to nothing at yeah. the half kind no, of stuff. Beating them bad, which is old school, uh, like old school yeah. USC kind of stuff, right? Yeah, like. A, Pete Carroll, Reggie Bush, Matt Liner, kind of, you know, whoo, like crazy shit. I, I think so. at the end of the year, we're all going to be looking back and saying we've got Washington too low. Uh, you might be right about that. <clears throat> I think I will tell you this. I am going to be pissed if they do some type of Fiesta Bowl bull crap with Washington and Central Florida. Yeah, I'd be pretty irritated I'm, I'm about gonna that. Be, I'm going to be very upset. That's not that's not the way this should go down. No, I, I agree. All right, so that was our top ten. Here, let's, let's do a recap of it. Uh, number ten, I've got Penn State. Number nine, US, or UCF. Number eight, West Virginia. Number seven, Clemson. Number six, LSU. Five, Oklahoma. Four, Notre Dame. Three, Georgia. Two, Ohio State. Number one, Alabama. Who you got? I got Washington, Auburn, Central Florida, Clemson, Oklahoma, Notre Dame, LSU, Georgia, Ohio State, Bama. Cool. All right. That is our top ten from winningcureseverything.com. <laughs> The Winning Cures Everything Playoff Predictions for College Football. It is predictions for the end of the year, not what we think it is right this second. So we're not doing it based on resume currently. This is based on what we think it will be. Uh, this is brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. You can bet on any football game at any of their six sportsbook locations. Go to tunicatravel.com for more information. Let's jump right in. Uh, let me. We're not going to do our, our teams that were left out or anything like that. We're just going to go four through one, who we think will be in the playoff at the end of this season. You want to jump in first? Who's your number four? Central Florida. Central Florida. I don't see anybody beating them. I think they're going undefeated. You cannot leave them out. Even if nope. – like, so, so just nope. nothing, just nope. got to get them in. Got to get them in. All right, my number four is Oklahoma. I don't think that the Big 12 is good enough this year to stop them. I, I think had they played West Virginia early, I think West Virginia could have caught them. But I do think that West Virginia will handle – like they will have some injuries by the end of the season. It happens with everybody. You're you are going to lose starters. And I think that Oklahoma, even if they lost to like Texas or whoever, they will beat whoever they're supposed to in the Big 12 championship game. And Oklahoma will be in at number four. My number three, Fighting Irish from Notre Dame. That's exactly who I've got. For your number three? Do we have the exact same? Like if we, well, I mean, after that, maybe, but I don't know if it's the same order. Well, I've got Notre Dame number three. Uh, they look really good under Ian Book. He, I think they found their quarterback. Brian yeah. Kelly hadn't had a quarterback yet. It's like Brian Kelly with a quarterback that can run his offense. Yep. It is a whole nother level. That's, that's right? exactly it. Like, that's that's what makes this so crazy is something that they have had that. Something has always looked off about that offense. And and, and when he now. was at, you know, all these other places, uh, he had a quarterback. He won his two Division II national, or national titles with a quarterback. He looked unbeatable at Cincinnati with a quarterback. Like, that's all I'm saying. They they look really good, and the schedule sets up. Well, and the defense is good. The offensive yeah. line is still good. So long as they find a replacement for yeah. their center, Correct. then then they will be fine. They, they can still everything. run the ball, but their defense looks pretty good, yeah, too. Defense I mean, they're, they're, is, uh, they're playing really well. And I, I was wrong on that. I thought losing Mike Elko was going to be awful for them. 
Clark Lee looks good. He he's called really good ball games. So I've I've got Notre Dame number three. Who's your uh, who's your two? My number two is Alabama. Okay. I got Alabama number two because I don't think they get out of the SEC undefeated, and which means they're once again going to get in by not playing in the SEC championship game. You think they could? You think they would be number two if they don't play in the SEC championship? Well, I don't think they'll put UCF or Notre Dame over them. You might be right. Well, I mean, if Notre Dame's undefeated, I could see that. Um, I don't know about that, but either way. Okay. Okay. Um, let's see. I've got Ohio State number two. Uh, I think Ohio State has has run through the most difficult part of their schedule. These two road games were tough. Now they play at Purdue and at, what, Minnesota or something like that. Like, it's it's well, something crazy. Those aren't the last two games on the season. No, but the, the last game of the season is Michigan. And they get them at home in the horseshoe. And then they've got the Big Ten Championship game. And I'm going to guess it's Wisconsin. Like, I mean, it, Wisconsin could slip up and lose a couple of games. And then Iowa could get in, right? Like, I mean, but the Big Ten West is nothing compared to the East. Uh, they get Michigan State at home. They get Michigan at home. You know, like, I, I think Ohio State is is set to run this thing. My number one is Georgia. I think Georgia runs. I don't know that they run the table, but – if they win the SEC championship game with one loss, then they're going to get in over – they're going to be the higher seed than Alabama. Okay. And I've got Alabama number one. Uh, now, I'm thinking this based on – all right, if Georgia gets left out, like I could see Georgia losing the SEC championship game and then Oklahoma jumping in over them because they win the Big Ten championship game. Like Oklahoma could easily lose to Texas this, week, uh, this weekend and work their way back up. Like I said – I don't, I don't have a Big 12 team. I don't have a Big 10 team. I don't have an ACC team. I don't have a Pac-12 team. In. I've got the SEC. I've the got AAC. an AAC. And then I've got <laughs> and an independent. An independent. <laughs> Boy, that'd be Take that for up ratings, ESPN. Believe that. Believe that. All right, that is our playoff prediction after week number five. It's time for the rundown. Remember, check out winningcureseverything.com. You can give us a like on Facebook, facebook.com slash winningcureseverything. You can follow us on Twitter, at winningcures. You can follow myself, at GaryWCE. You can follow me at Chris B. Giannini, C-H-R-I-S-B-G-I-A-N-N-I-N-I. You can also email the show, that's winningcureseverything at gmail.com. And we now have a voicemail line. That number is 551 226 9899. If you want to call and bash us for talking bad about your favorite team, or praise us, or just tell us about how awesome your team is doing, leave us a voicemail. That number again is 551-226-9899, and we may toss it on the show. Thank you for supporting this show, and until next time, have a good one, guys. Hey, don't forget, subscribe to the Winning Cures Everything podcast on iTunes and make sure you leave a review. For every 25 written five-star reviews we get on iTunes, we are donating to St. Jude's Children's Hospital and Le Bonheur's Children's Hospital in Memphis, Tennessee. So subscribe and review on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and all your favorite podcast apps. Remember, the Winning Cures Everything podcast.